on 2SM and the Super Network. High Tide. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go fishing down the river. Welcome back to High Tide with Kieran Allen and Steve Bowler in the studio. Yep, and don't forget 131269. We might have time to take odd caller or two this morning. Uh, but let's go to. Duff Salamander Bait and Tackle, Salamander Way, Salamander Bay, Coles Express Service Station, 4982071. That introduction was missed ba- sadly while you've been away. Oh, glad you missed me for something. Morning, Matt. Alan, good morning. Happy Sunday. How was your uh, trip to the Vietnam? Very good. I uh, spoke to Tony before I went and he gave me some good directions, so it was very good. Oh, okay. Did you didn't get certs of customs like he did on the way back? No, no, no. I behaved myself. Oh, no worries. It's probably because of the beekeeper thing. Now, there was a bee question yesterday, I understand it, and there's a note in the diary. Um, and apparently the answer to your question was a colony of bees is the answer. Oh, there you a go. quality of bees. That's a group of bees. Colony. 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 There you go. So those who were listening yesterday, that will all make complete sense. Those that weren't listening yesterday, it'll make no sense at all. Um, did the race chips win by any chance? Uh, one did. Oh, okay. So none of us are millionaires. Uh, right then. Uh, what's the weather doing outside? I'm sure that was your question. Raining. Uh, Wet. A storm, bit stormy, actually. Uh, I don't know what it's. I don't know. What it's like in Sydney, a bit balmy and a bit stormy. But um, other than that, there were sort of easterly winds. I think it's not overly strong. Um, the guys. Oh, I'm not reading the petrol prices out today. That's. <laughs> I'll go away from the front door. I just looked at the sign. Um, the guys uh, got a little. They've got a little chance to get out yesterday before that storm hit. We probably got one about oh, 10 o'clock or something yesterday. Lasted for an hour, fair bit of heavy rain and some wind, but um, I don't think it brought the sea up a lot. Um, as you've talked about yesterday, the, <clears throat> the mutton birds on the beach dying are a good indication of the old whiting. So um, there's been mixed reports. So I think uh, Old Scary's going to give them the crack on Monday morning, and a few of the guys might get down there today. I might even go myself if it stays overcast this afternoon, take some worms and go and have a crack. Um, hopefully that water's a little warmer. Um, if not, look, um, have a crack in the bay. Uh, Nathan did get some whiting around Shell Bay Beach up around the inner light off, um, off the beach. Um, Jimmy's Beach on the drift there, picking up some flathead in around the shortcut. They were getting some flathead as well. Um, Sandy Point, some flathead there. Still the odd brim off the break wall, the main break wall and the anchorage break wall as well. A few whiting around the anchorage break wall too. Uh, Royalwood Reserve, we've got some notes here, whiting and flathead down there, just on the high tide change. Um, they were using yabby baits. Um, and outside, there's some nice snapper came in off the sisters uh, during the week that was, uh, not, on the, not yesterday, but earlier on in the week, when they could have a fish. So a couple of, one was seven and a half, and the other one was eight kilos. So some good fish off the sisters. Um, that was courtesy of Lottie Chatter. So they did well two days in a row. They only got one fish one day, one fish the next day, which is all you need, but um, interestingly enough. Um, lots of bonito, they tell me, out in the water. Plenty of bait around, big little island there. Some squid around um, the boats at Shoal Bay. And there you go. That's basically open beaches. What have we got for the beaches? Not much. The odd dewfish caught a couple of weeks ago um, down on Samurai as well as a few off um, off the big beach, but nothing of any significant size. So um, hopefully that water's warm. The mutton birds, are, mutton birds are doing their thing, which we didn't get them last year. So and we didn't get any whiting last year. So fingers crossed they're going to be chewing their little heads off soon because I haven't had whiting fillets for some time. So <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah, oh. exciting. What was the food like over there, Alan? Very good. Very good. Good. Oh, I see. Right. It's okay. nice. I'm sure you bought me a present all this way. I, I brought back a couple of extra kilos. <laughs> oh, well, that's right. Again, is that why you didn't say you didn't get stopped? <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> uh, no worries. No, I'm sure um, that's very. Uh, you would have a fair bit of walking and stuff over there, wouldn't you? Yeah, we did. We did a fair bit of travelling, walking. Mm. It's just a great spot. It's. Um, the only thing I would suggest, we were told a lot of lies about what happened with the war there. 50 or 60 years ago to actually what happened over there. Uh, yeah, I won't. Yeah, I, I, there'd be some sites that I'd like to go and have a look at, and that, that'd be some of them too. So we'll see. I've got to see if I can get Tony to work in August. I might get a trip away. You never know. There you go. It's worth the effort. Go over there. I've got to start saving up. Um, I'm only going there to get a couple of crowns on my teeth. <laughs> actually, we, we ran into an Australian lady up in Hoi An. She did exactly that. Uh, she mm. went over there to get um, a teeth all redone, and mm. it was... 
approximately half of the price of getting them done in Australia, and that included her travel over and yeah. back and accommodation there for two weeks. That's what I was about to say. I can go over there and stay there, stay there, and it's still. T- I don't understand how that works. But anyway, um, and very well done. Tony did some work over there too, and uh, very well done. I hear it's very professional, um, trained in America. A lot of the doctors in Australia too. So. Yeah, a lot of dentists. You, you see the, the, the neon sign of a tooth around. They do have a lot of dentists there, but uh, they all seem to have very good teeth. But they've got a nice lifestyle. Yeah. Oh, good to see. Right on now. You have a nice week, and we'll uh, talk to you guys again next Saturday. Okay. Thanks, Mate. Mate. Okay, right, bye. bye, now, bye Matt bye. Duff, Salamander, Bait and Tackle. We'll take a break and back with more if I tight. On 2SM and the Super Network, talking sport. When we played the Kiwis in 1995, my right eye would always open up, so I'd have 18, 20 stitches every game, mm-hmm. and I spilled blood for Australia. There's this most brutal games, Kiwis. You know when you're up against them, mate, they're, uh, they're handing out bruises for fun. Weekdays from three. I was the very first streaker at the cricket ground when Australia played the West Indies. Very first day night match. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> West Indies and the, yeah. Australia in the very first day night match. I thought I had to do something. Well, on a famous day that we celebrate, it's nice to have a famous person on, Snowy. <laughs> That's incredible, Snowy. <laughs> Love the show. You know what, Spud? After seeing you, especially on my screen, I'm going to go up a gear. Two four-kilo weights. I'm going to go to the four kilos. <laughs> <laughs> mate, when you're there, go and blow yourself a bib for your dribbling. See you, mate. <laughs> We're back tomorrow, folks, talking sport. 13-12-69. Talking sport. Brain tumour, migraine, dementia. Have you or someone you love been touched by a brain disorder, disease or injury? Help the ones you love by donating to research today. Visit brainfoundation.org.au There is no better venue for weddings in Western Sydney than Twin Creeks Golf and Country Club. With a beautifully appointed clubhouse overlooking their picturesque 18th green, Twin Creeks can turn your get-together, party or celebration into a memorable special occasion. Do yourself a favour and find out about having your wedding or other group function at Twin Creeks Golf and Country Club. Go to twincreeksgolf.com.au or phone Twin Creeks Friendly Function Staff on 9670-8888. Today I'm talking to Glenn, who is one of Arborvitae's many happy customers. Hi, Glenn. Hello, Lee. When did you start taking Arborvitae and what for? My mild arthritis had progressively deteriorated. I was reaching the stage of me being virtually crippled. A friend of mine suggested that I try Arborvitae, so I gave it a go. What benefits have you noticed from Arborvitae? After just the first bottle, the pain went from 8 out of 10 down to a manageable 2 or 3 out of 10. Are you happy to recommend Arborvitae and what would you tell our listeners about this product. Absolutely. I've told all my friends to give it a go. The secret is to have two or three bottles till the pain subsides and check dose that you're having the correct amount. It's wonderful to hear how much of a positive impact it has had on your life. Thanks for your time, Glenn. Arborvitae is an easy-to-take daily supplement that may help manage some of the most common health disorders caused by inflammation. Arborvitae health supplements are now available at Chemist Warehouse, Australia's cheapest chemist. Arborvitae.com.au Always read the label and follow the directions for use. Sherlock Wheelbarrows for almost 50 years make moving mulch, bricks, concrete and waste around the home or job site easier. Sherlock lasts longer. Sherlock. View the full range at sherlocklastlonger.com.au Available at Bunnings Warehouse. News. Sport. Talk. 2SM 1269. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go fishing down the river again. Up before the sun with a can of worms running with my friend. Scurrying down the riverbank, taking our positions on the bridge. Hoping for that red fin. One pound to put in Mama's fridge Where the wobbler and the dragon fly Welcome back to High Tide with Kieran Allen and Steve Bowler. Would yep. you like to get up to Lake Macquarie? Yeah, because yesterday he was talking about the blackfish. Why hang on, hang on, hang on. Who's he? He? He. Is the father of She's the cat's mother. And that's it. Brad right. from Renegade Charters. Good morning. <laughs> Hello, you there, Brad? 
No, you're breaking up. Can't get you. Oh, I'm out in the boat going fishing at the moment. No, that's yeah, good. That's much better. Well, raining up there? Oh, I'm looking at some rain just ahead of us. It'll be raining on our fishing spot at the moment, but we're on our way there. Going to get the raincoats out shortly. Okay. How's the fishing been? Yeah, I think it's been pretty good. We had a couple of good days the last couple of days catching some uh, nice little reddies and flathead and there's a few tailor around and some bonito as well, sort of getting a few on the inshore reef. That's good. Okay, where, where are you off to today? Uh, we're going down to Burnt Island, down sort of just near Nora Head. We're sort of, yeah, going down there. Anyway, it seems to be pretty good there at the moment. There's a lot of bait fish coming around there too, big schools of yellowtail everywhere. So, yeah, it's looking pretty promising down there. That sounds good. That sounds good. Have you got any spots available if someone wants to go for a fish with you? Yeah, I'm getting a, yeah, I've got a few dates available, absolutely. But uh, I've got a few bookings, but um, yeah, it's best to get in early at the moment, that's for sure. What about over Christmas? Do you book out over Christmas fairly early? Yeah, I've got a few bookings for over Christmas time. It's sort of only my first summer, but um, yeah, certainly getting some bookings for over Christmas. A few work parties prior to Christmas. Right. Okay. That sounds good, Kieran. There you go. Oh, yeah. Mm. Because uh, the boat's capable of going offshore and producing. The marlin will be about. If you want to chase a few pelagics, he's the guy to go with. That sounds good. Okay, Brad, we'll let you go, but thank you for that, and uh, good luck with it today. Thanks, Alan. Thanks, Kieran. Have a good day. Thank you. Okay, bye. Brad from Renegade Charters. Now, Kieran, if you do want to book with Brad, yeah, 0433. Oh, 37. 0437. Oh, that's it. 3890097. 389. Look at Ross O'Brien's number. Yeah, you were. Otherwise, that's all right. That's no problem. Where where for old Roscoe? You know, I was saying the kids are having fun camping down, not camping, but the caravan park at Bundina for for the weekend. Mm. I just looked at the weather radar and Wollongong for the 24 hours or 21 hours so far since 9 a.m. yesterday has had 153 mil of rain. Do they play cards? Some good rain. (laughs) Do they play cards? No. Well, they'll be cl- the kids will be climbing up the wall. <laughs> six inches of rain. That's yeah, good effort, isn't it? That's wet. That is wet. Oh, no wonder Mr. O'Brien was complaining. Well, that's it. Uh, I didn't realise until I looked at that. He had 153 mil down there, so wow. Okay, mm. now I've got to mention... Um, Oh, I've got to congratulate Adam Smith. I don't know if you know Adam, Kieran. Um, Adam owns ABC Boating College. You know, we do the training to get mm. your licence. All right, yeah. He's been involved in the industry for a long while. He got uh, voted in as national president of the Boating Industry Association oh, uh, in the last yeah. week. So he's a very good fellow. Um, and it's good to see. So we've got a change there now. Yeah, you've got a change there. So uh, Andrew Fielding stepped down and, and Adam's taken over. And uh, yeah, no, he's, he's a good boy. And I must mention, we do all his work for all, the, all their boats. Uh, we keep all their boats on the water with the Yamahas. Um, all right. And, uh, he's yep. got a number of boats, and uh, we look after those, and he's sure. very happy with the Yamaha. Patch is still there? Yeah, Patch is still there. Yep, yep. So uh, I see they've got something going on later on in the month with sustainability and decarbonisation or something or other. So, uh, no, it was good. But I have a steady influence with Adam being there because he's more trailer boat orientated, and unfortunately the association's gone the way of very much, you know, marina industry association, worried about the big players instead of the average people who are selling 95% of the boats mm. and pre- looking after 95% of the boating population. So, yep. and oh, that, that's good. Blake's Marine next Saturday. It's yes. going to be very good, yep. yeah. Yeah, we've got some North Banks out of the shop. I'll and just give you some. Yeah, oh, I haven't tell heard me? back from Al McLashan. Yeah, I sent him another message. That's right. He could be fishing somewhere, he's away somewhere. But Al will be there with his boat. Um, we'll have a couple of other North Banks as well. So basically, from any time Saturday till five pm, come out and have a chat to him, have a look around, see what you think of it. And uh, plus, we've got all our other bar crushes and Stace's there. With Stace's up to two thousand um, dollars cash back on that, depending on the size on 23 models. Yamaha's just put a promo on, $20 per horsepower rebate from 2.5 to 25 horsepower, so 
There you go. Blake's Marine wears a boat show sure. every day. It is, actually. When it's raining, you stay dry. Because exactly. the boats are all undercover. It's nice. A lot to be said for that. There's his phone number. Give him a call while we're talking. See if we can answer the phone. I shall do that. What I'll do, I'll take a break and do that. Inflation has hit 7.8%. Interest rates have increased by another 0.25%. Let's focus on the number one. One is powerful. One act of kindness can produce a flood of joyful tears. And one dollar means two meals for someone doing it tough. Donate at foodbank.org.au. One dollar donated is two meals created. Donate at foodbank.org.au. Want accurate weight and ADG for every animal in your mob or herd? Consider True Test Walk Over Weighing. It's precision livestock farming where you can capture weights on every animal, not just a selection of them. With automated weighing and drafting you can trust, you can make decisions on your top and bottom performers with ease. With 24-7 support every step of the way. Get True Test Walk Over Weighing working for you. Phone 1-800-248-774 or visit truetest.com. With NHP's N line of electrical enclosures, you can save without compromising on quality or performance. Thanks to the workability of ABS material, N line wall mount enclosures and terminal boxes are easy to install, drill, cut, and modify. So it's a breeze to customize to suit your specific needs. NHP N line wall mount enclosures and terminal boxes help deliver efficient projects for a range of applications without breaking the bank. Get NHP N line wall mount enclosures and terminal boxes from your local electrical home. There's a conversation going on. It's a conversation that will never end. Radio 2SM is at the center of it all, connecting you to what really matters, to the issues you care about, to the debate you want to be part of. This is Radio 2SM. With 20 tab tracks across New South Wales and plenty of greyhound racing action daily, thedogs.com.au is the home for everything greyhound racing. Watch all New South Wales greyhound racing live, plus view on-demand replays and get expert form analysis and tips on every race. The black book function allows you to add your chosen dogs and trainers to let you know when they're running next and update you with their results. It's the one-stop shop for greyhound racing. Visit thedogs.com.au. Gamble responsible. Cobram Estate is the most awarded Australian extra virgin olive oil. Made from olives grown in northern Victoria, they're harvested and first cold pressed within four to six hours to create a premium quality oil. This is what guarantees every bottle of Cobram Estate extra virgin olive oil is fresh and full of flavour, elevating your entertaining and making your food taste even better. Cobram Estate, premium quality, great tasting and the healthy alternative. Buy in store at all major retailers. 2SM has Sydney talking. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go fishing down. Welcome back to High Tide. Kieran, Alan and Steve Bowl in the studio. Steve, question for you. Mm-hmm. Kieran um, had a death in the family a couple of months ago when his brother passed. Yes. Now, he was a, a sports shooter. Now, what do families do when a sports shooter or someone like that or someone who's got firearms passes away? What, what's the... Okay, so the registry are pretty good about this. They give you six months to, to sort of deal with it because they realise estate planning and all that That's sort right. of yes, thing yeah. goes on. Uh, yeah, you've got a few options. Uh, they will actually allow you to... Uh, Put guns in somebody's name if they're a bequeathment and that person's licensed. You can just move them over straight away and the registry will, will facilitate that and there's no cost. Uh, if you wanted to sell them through a dealer like myself, uh, you know, on commission, that's certainly uh, achievable and, you you know, as a dealer, uh, we also have a, a permanent amnesty in New South Wales now, which is something that the previous government did and, and the... Um, you know, Labor supported them at the time as well, uh, which is really good. So it means that if you've got anything floating around the house that you probably shouldn't have, you know, from ammunition to actual firearms themselves, 
you can take them into uh, either a dealer or a police station, no questions asked, and just hand them over. And that's a, a good way to make you know grey guns white again, right? Uh, rather than them going black. Uh, so we well, we, wait a minute. If you take them to the police station, that's the, the they thing. They shovel them down the chopper. That's it. Uh, Drop saw. Police station will generally uh, put them through the drop store, whereas a, a dealer will uh, find them a new good home. And, uh, you know, that, that's probably a better thing because so much history has been lost over the years with uh, sort of wanton destruction of, of uh, that sort of stuff. You know, war relics and, uh, you know, Australian sort of historical uh, artefacts just, you know, destroyed, gone forever. One thing you touched on, then you can make a grey gun white mm. again type mm. of thing so if your partner or your uncle or your grandfather whoever had guns and you don't know if he was licensed or not that doesn't matter you can take yep. it in and absolutely. do something yeah. absolutely yeah and uh it's you're not going to get in trouble don't be afraid about it you're not going to get in trouble it's 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 the sort of thing that uh if you're not licensed you really don't want in the house because uh if the police do catch you with them yeah, that's big fines it's yeah. potential jail time it's it's really it's not worth you know, having when it's it is really easy to get yourself licensed and and uh, you know have a genuine reason to to own that sort of stuff, and I can guide you through that process as well. It's so. it's good to see that it's actually got a um, six months time limit because mm. that's not the last thing on your mind when you've got a bereavement or something happening. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, and and you don't need sort of Mister Plod coming around saying, "Well, what are you doing with these?" Give them to me now, sort of thing. No, okay. Mm. My godson just sent in a thing. He said, uh, you have to pay for storage while you do the assessment to keep the guns. No, you, you would be able to keep them at the uh, safe storage address that the guns are... Okay, you can leave them rest. there. Yeah, but if yeah. you're not sure, if you put them into someone else, they will charge you a store. Yeah, if, if you're popping them in the firearms dealer to, to you know, just as storage while you're mm-hmm. in a holding pattern waiting for a uh, licence or what have you, then... Firearms dealers will usually charge storage, yeah. Okay. Um, but, see, but, uh, uh, but if you're we'll going to sell them through, they're not going to charge a storage. Yeah, no, they'll no. just take a commission. We'll so. go back to, say, my brother. His guns were locked away mm-hmm. like they had to be. Yep. Um, his wife could have... She could have left them there locked up until they were dispersed? Yeah, until you know she found somebody with a licence to take over them or well, sell so you're them gonna, or you, get a licence herself. Them. Well, you oh, take oh absolutely. I'll, I'm quite happy to take firearms. I'd, so how do I get I, in contact with you? Look, just uh, if you Google Tenerfield Firearms, you'll you'll find our website. It's the one with the, the cat with the knife in its mouth. Can't the miss cat it. with the knife in its mouth. Not a yeah. real cat. This no, is drawing. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, because... Uh, as uh, one of my hunting buddies did a cover of the uh, song uh, uh, Gunshy Dog, and so he was always the gunshy dog and I was always the knife-proud cat. You know, just oh, one, yeah. one of those hunting sort of nicknames that stuck. Uh, you know, so I, I had the gun... Uh, the knife-proud cat is sort of the symbol of the, the gun shop of Tenerfield Firearms. So, uh, yeah, but we, we take firearms on commission. We take firearms as disposals, ammunition, whatever you want to get rid of, we're happy to take it. And, uh, you know, if you're up, up our neck of the woods, for sure. Otherwise, there's plenty of gun dealers around that will be happy to look after you. Yeah, because we've got some... Uh, Brenton just sent us, my uncle had guns, mm-hmm. and um, he just sent me a text. He said he had to leave them at the dealer while the transfer was done. And he said, you have to love the government paperwork. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, it's 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 usually pretty quick these days. The, the registry... Uh, are quite keen to just get them into somebody's license details. As I say, if it's a bequeathment, it's very easy to do. Yeah. So, yeah, worth worth looking at doing if, uh, you know, and for, for older listeners that might have a few guns around, it's worth thinking about what's going to happen to those firearms when you, you do drop off the twig. So do some forward planning, work out who in the family you're going to give them to, you know, and... Who's going to look after them and, and uh, love them as much as you have speak rather the, than yeah. uh, spray paint them or do something stupid with them? Speak to the <laughs> yeah. family about it. Yeah, yeah that, for sure. Yeah, yeah pop, pop it in the wheel. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, just an extra couple of lines. Yeah, my firearms and, and camping gear or fishing gear get given to this nephew that you know I know will appreciate them or what have you. Yeah. So, Interesting point. Yeah. Kieran's so, nodding. 
it's one of those mm. things you, you know and and the joke is you know much like fishing gear and, and firearms are exactly the same you know you don't want your uh poor you know widowed wife to uh, sell them for what you told her you paid for them that's the last thing <laughs> yeah. they, they got them all for free didn't you <laughs> exactly you want you want to make sure that she gets some money out of them for sure so yeah, uh, yeah. well that would be i should imagine mike from the complete angler Yes, and look, any any of the tackle shops are enthusiasts, and they'd be after old fishing gear anyway. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they'd find somebody that would uh, give it a good home for sure. Interesting point. Just you know, it something is. With, with Steve being involved in the industry type of thing, and, and you've been through that, and Brenton had been through that yep. as well type of thing. So, uh, just something to think about. Hmm. Yes. Anyway, so we're so going to get good to uh, see the Brentons up listening. Yeah, he listens to the show all the time. He's down at Goulburn. Very oh, nice. Yeah. Nice part of the world. Yeah. We're going to go try and get PJ or somebody on? Well, or? We tried PJ. Well, he wasn't answering the phone. And Brendan's talking to like someone at the moment, so he might have Bertie up, up I'd say. Or well, I can tell it. you this. The report mm. I got from the Tamworth Fishing Tackle Outdoor Store. Oh, yes. Uh, I was talking about Keeper, Chaffee and Split Rock. They said Chaffee's starting to come alive now. The mm. water's warmed up a little bit. And yep. But otherwise, Keeper's fishing very well. Blades, chatterbaits, slipless crankbaits have been good. Uh, split for, rock, for yellow belly, or? yeah, yellow belly, yeah. Um, and split rock, the yellow belly have been on the tube with the vibes. The two rivers, the Namoy and the Peel, they're both uh, fishing very well. Mm-hmm. Still a lot of cod being caught, yep. so you got to put them back. Bye catch. Yep, yep. got to go back till the first of December. Sheba Dam uh, slowed up a little bit, but they reckon with a bit of rain that's just come, that uh, the power baits will. Put them back on the chew again. Glenbourne Dam's been good. The blades, the vibe, soft plastics, and some of the bass have been very, very big. Excellent. Some big bass there. Some very big bass come out of St. Clair as well. And some odd yellow belly being caught at St. Clair. There you go. Don't hear that too often. And he said, and we're hoping all the rain will make all the uh, trash streams work quite well again. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah so no, they were all going good before. A, that little a, bit of water has helped all that. Yeah. Um, I did mention up there, Coffs Harbour's fishing quite well. Harry's bait and tackle down there at Bateman's Bay. The Clyde's fishing good. Uh, good brim, flooded. Plenty of jewfish being caught over the week. Uh, been a runner, Tyler, and uh, salmon also. Good runner, salmon in the river. Mm-hmm. With the um, estuary perch. Have become very prominent. Two good spots to fish would be the T Wharf and off the rock walls, off the beaches. There'd been jewfish at North Head and Long Beach. Whiting have appeared and been caught. There's Brim, Flathead, and Taylor. Outside, there's been the tuna, snapper, red spot whiting, gummy sharks. In closer, you'll pick up snapper and Flathead. And very similar down there at Naruma, Ocean Hut, uh, Daryl, Robin, Darren reporting that. They've got colonies, colonies as in plural, of seals. Yeah. Yeah. Seals everywhere. That's right. Yeah, yeah, moved into all the bays and river mouths. They'll, but, they'll uh, move out as it warms up. Yep. Yeah. And, and excitingly, the, behind the seals come the big sharks. That's right. So, oh, yeah. 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 So, uh, Steve, you'd be interested to know, Brenton, but godson just sent me another thing, because he's got Golden Flight Centre down mm-hmm. at Golden Airport. And... Uh, He's involved with the paperwork side of it with the aircraft. He said, CASA, or CASA which is mm. your aviation, give you 28 days to sort out the reg on an aircraft when someone passes. It takes longer than that to get the death certificate. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that worked that one out. How do you yep. sort it out when you haven't got that, the death certificate? That sounds right. Yeah, and he said he's even listened to Kieran while I was away. You're happy with that, Kieran? Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Very he, good. He listens to you. But yeah, take, they'll give you 28 days, but you can't get mm. a death certificate in 28 Ooh. days. Hey, that's yeah. That's you scratch your head and go, okay. Well, what? Are, where's Mister Bert? I don't know. Brenda's talking to someone on the phone. All right. Well, with that, I mean, are they worried about giving speeding fines to airplanes, or what's the go there? Like, oh, you know, they just know who it's registered I to. I don't know. That's how they can send the bills to the right people. I'd yeah. suggest yeah. that's normally what involves with gas. Yeah, hundred percent. Okay. Well, now on a yes. morbid subject. So, uh, say one of us, or I'd say I, I'm overseas and I die, how yeah. difficult is it to get my body back? I don't know. 
Do we want it back? Yeah, a lot of paperwork involved. I would suggest so, Kieran, and expense. Yeah, but nobody want to bring them back. The government will help with that. The Australian government is, is, you know, it it happens that, uh, you know, happened to uh, a young fella that I know. um, He was only 24 when he went over to Hawaii, and uh, no issues. That anyone just knew natural of, causes, just yeah. natural natural causes, died of a heart attack in the hotel room day after he, he wow. sort of, or that day that he wow. got off the plane, sort of thing. And uh, yeah, he's, uh, his dad had to go over and bring the body back, and you know, between uh, the Honolulu police and uh, the uh, Australian government and the embassy and so forth, they mm. they managed it to bring him back. But it's yeah, I thought about Shane Warne, you know, when he passed overseas too. Yeah. Mm. Now, um, I, I know this is, I don't mean morbid to my yeah, coffee yeah. man, but Pete's Cafe. Is that where you go to die? But he's still looking for a barista. Somebody wants. If you've been a barista, or you know a bit about being a coffee maker, he's looking for uh, casuals, work Saturday and Sunday, about five hours work both days. Right. And um, I should imagine Blake's Marine's still looking for staff. Yeah, we've got three or four positions available. So uh, anywhere from um, detailers, cleaners, yard hand, mechanics, boat fitters. It's just, oh, unfortunately, it's very hard to get, get stuff. If you want to get your foot in the door in the industry, like yeah. Blake's Marine would be where you yeah. do it. Boat show every day. Yeah, <laughs> it is a boat show Just remember day. to get to take a cake to work for the boss <laughs> every day. <laughs> it's cake Don't worry about anybody day. else, but just go to the top <laughs> shelf. Yeah, take it from me. We have a Julie. Mm. That's the best way to say it, isn't it? It, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yes. Well, I appreciate that. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah, no, it's it's strange that, uh, you know, you, you sort of hear these stories about people not wanting to work and, you know... I, I can't I, believe it. Like, as I say, with the backtrack that I'm doing coordinating in Tenerfield at the moment, like, these kids are just absolute demons for, for work. Like, they're, yeah. they've been fighting the fire all last week and fixing fences and all that sort of thing. And uh, it's funny because they're... they're that sort of uh, age group, they're actually sort of at that rebellious period, but because they're um, got a, a, you know, generally a, a familial history of, of, you know, unemployment and things like that, they're actually rebelling by going out and getting jobs and being really quite gung ho about saving money and, and you know, doing things like that. So, my guys uh, up in Tenderfield, pretty good bloody workers. Okay, we'll take a break and come back with Paul Burt. Afternoons with Pete Davis. You're talking about the Prime Minister and, and the amount of times that he's been overseas, right? Yes. And there's reports going around that he's been overseas 17 out of 18 months. There you go. This is 2SM. Well, getting China on side, him and the Prime Minister, I don't know whether that's because we need them more than they need us or they need us yeah. more than we need them. That's I, even the case. Well, I think it just comes down to what we've been saying is it's the communication. This is 2SM. With Pete Davis. With a few simple clicks on the Finance Easy website, you can borrow a serious amount of money without even leaving home. They make Finance Easy, offering a large range of lenders with rates more competitive than the bank. Applying couldn't be easier. Just visit the Finance Easy website, provide a few details, and they'll take care of the rest. Go to financeeasy.com.au or call 1300 003 003. Australian Credit Licence Number 392182. For the toughest jobs, at home or on the job site, you need the toughest gear. For almost 50 years, Sherlock Wheelbarrows have been hard at work for the weekend warrior and trader alike. They make moving mulch, bricks, concrete and waste around the home or job site easier because Sherlock lasts longer. Lighten your load with Sherlock. Visit the full range at sherlocklastslonger.com.au Available at Bunnings Warehouse. If building a new home is on your radar, you should think about doing it the Powell Kit Homes way. For your peace of mind, Powell Steel Frame Homes are six-star energy efficient and can be upgraded to C2 Cyclone and Bushfire Flame Zone ratings. 
To find out how you can build your own home, the PAL Kit Homes way, you go to PAL, that's P-A-L, kithomes.com.au, or you can phone PAL on 1-800-024-912. Got it? 1-800-024-912. There's nothing like Razorback 4x4. They make Australia's best four-wheel drive seat covers, which offer protection like no other. So you can get out and about knowing that the interior is protected from spills, mud, sand, dogs, even messy family members. Razorback 4x4 have the strongest, most comfy seat covers this side of the black stump, and they're customizable with free shipping Australia-wide. Head to razorback4x4.com.au and grab some for your four-wheel drive today. That's razorback4x4.com.au. Get a great deal more with Kubota's in-stock catalogue. Check out Kubota's excavators, mowers, utility vehicles, generators and tractor range, which perfectly match to Kubota's land pride attachments. All available for immediate delivery. Let Kubota help to get your property ready for summer. With package deals, competitive finance rates and extended warranties, there's never been a better time to get yourself into a new Kubota machine. Visit kubota.com.au to view the in-stock catalogue now. Listen to 2SM online. 2SMSuperNetwork.com More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. Welcome back to High Tide. Kieran Allen and Steve Bowler in the studio. Let's go to sunny Queensland. Mr. Paul Burt, good morning. It's raining. <laughs> 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 you know what? You know, no, no, no. It's not raining. Everyone's crying because your Premier's going overseas again. Uh, you're breaking up, Paul. Can you move around a bit for us? I am. No, hang on. You got me? No. What you... about now? That's there, better. There. That's better. Okay, yeah. I'm not moving. There we go. I'm staying steady. Yep. That Beautiful. Better? That's it. Beautiful. I'm not... Hey, Stevie. How are you, mate? I'm really, really well, man. Really well. Yeah, well, all, all things considered. Then. Yeah. Well, I haven't spoken to you forever. You haven't... Uh, and Blakey, you've been away. You've both been um, MIA. Yep. Busy... Yeah, doing things, and yeah, Blakey's yeah. jet setting, and I'm sort of uh, yeah, just not not in on a Sunday usually. So yeah, <laughs> uh, well done, mate. Well done. Good to have there, uh, both of your company and Kieran, of course. Uh, Thank you very much for that. Yeah, you're welcome, mate. It, it, it is great <laughs> today. Uh, uh, I'll tell you what we did do yesterday. After I, I spoke to you guys, we were putting the kayaks on the back of the truck on the on the Sanyong Muso and going out for a uh, for a fish. And we absolutely crushed the bass, so many bass. It was beautiful. Um, and then uh, we saw some goldfish, giant carp in there as well, and, um, you know, like eel-tailed catfish, uh, tilapia. It was really an aquarium, a freshwater aquarium, right in the, in the heart of the Gold Coast. It was a, quite a fascinating uh, scenario to be involved in. And, um, yeah, so we thought, oh, we'll go and have a look today. But, uh, yeah, it's raining. But, you know, it's all right. That happens, but it's been it's been pretty good. You know, condition wise, it's been absolutely stunning. Uh, you know, recently we've had some had a little bit of weather coming through, but that high's shifted up and the winds have lowered down. Been some beautiful catches of kingfish out there on the uh, the forty two and the fifty fathom grounds. December's typically known as kingfish time. You know, we uh, we get a lot of kingies this time of the year. So uh, you know, catching them at the moment on jigs and live baits and and all that stuff is uh, is definitely worthwhile. You know, it's, a, it's a good time to go and do it. Uh, Paul, just, just changing subjects for me. I was just brought up the weather pattern. Uh, you're talking about the rain there. And it looks fairly unstable because when you look at the radar there, you've got some heavy storms coming in from the northeast, but you've got some other storms going in from the southwest. Yeah, that's right. That's right there, Blake. Well, basically, we had a lot of fires out around Tara and uh, the Downs regions and all that. I think there's 42 fires burning across uh, Queensland at the moment. Uh, you know, it's, it's been a, a, not a nice time. Lots of people lost their homes, etc. And you guys know what that's like out there. Yeah. Is yeah. that um, so? You know, we had this uh, this uh, inland trough push through, but associated with a, a, a ridge. It's a fairly weak ridge as well, so it is slow moving. And there are storms that are associated with that system, but we've also got with that high moving further uh, into the ocean. Uh, over the coming days, it'll be more of a, uh, an easterly airflow, uh, not a moist one. It's just going to be just a dry easterly airflow. But that'll be enough to, to push that weak ridge uh, back inland. Uh, so you know we'll we'll lose it. It'll uh, hold steady for today and tomorrow across the southern Queensland, most likely we're in the border region. So a lot more rain down the coast today, 
and tomorrow, probably 30 to 40 millimetres total, maybe. But um, compared to you know the Sunshine Coast, might only get to the like you know, 15. Uh, so it looks as though that trough will move back in, or that ridge will, will just push back in a bit. So uh, and then drier weather throughout the week, a little bit more for the west. So it's good news for them to see some some rain coming through. But they need we need a lot of rain. There's so much you know it's a, it's a tinder box out there at the moment. It's just dry as, and I'm sure it's like that in a lot of places. But um, yeah, we need a we need a few hundred millimeters for this uh, this uh, summer. But unfortunately, um, I don't know if we're going to get that much. Okay, interesting. Now, have you done any offshore fishing at all recently? Mate, I have not. No, to be honest with you, I, I have not. I've been doing a lot of concentrating on um, catching uh, crocodiles in the estuaries at the moment. Ginormous flathead, which we've successfully done uh, using um, Johnny Costello's uh, soft glides. They're a fantastic lure. Um, and also just your, your larger soft plastics there. You can get them from you know most tackle shops or Anaconda. And, uh, mate, they're, they're been doing really well, but you don't use a lot of weight, but you use a lot of hooks. So the lure, you know, it's soft plastic. We're running this 24 centimetres long, uh, which is quite big. Mm. Um, and you'll have a couple of trebles hanging off the bum end of it, and you'll have, uh, you know, a, uh, a soft a, uh, weedless hook coming out of the top of it. And um, the only weight is the metal that attaches to the hook. So the lure basically just glides through the water, and then when you stop winding, it sinks down. And you're only fishing two to maybe four feet tops. And uh, you want to get up high. If you're in a tinny... Stand up as high as you can get. Be stable, of course. So if you're in a bigger boat, don't go up in the fly ridge, but just get up higher mm. so you can see in front of you and put your polarised sunglasses on because generally you're fishing shallow flats and the water is pretty clear. And you'll be able to see the big bags coming off the bottom. They lift up and, and I'm calling the big flathead. So you, you'll catch a lot of little ones uh, on small... And what I do with my younger fellow, Kalen, is I give him a, uh, a squidgy soft plastic and, and that works well on big flatties too, but I'll give him a smaller one, like a wriggle worm, you know, 65 or 85 mil, and he'll uh, put that on to catch a ton of flathead that are in shallow that are only about maybe 25 to 35 centimetres long. But those little flathead, when you catch them, agitates the big ones, and you can see them. And if you've got a drone, that's amazing, but if you're not, you, that's why I say get up high and have your polarised on, because when you're pulling... When you find a nest of little ones, you pull three or four little ones out of your cast, or you know, every three or four casts, you get a fish cast, and then you'll you'll just see the big ones are moving in because they eat the little flathead, right? That's right. Yeah. And and, and that's the that's the beauty of this is you're seeing nature working, so you're, you're tickling the big ones out by catching the little ones around them, um, and and at times when you pull your lure back to the boat or the fish back to the boat, you'll have a little one on. There'll be another one that's not that much bigger than it swimming with it. Yeah. They're really, they're really in a frenzy action at the moment. You know, you're pulling fish all the time. There's so much action in the water and vibrations, and the, the fish are getting excited. There's bait fish around and all that sort of stuff. So then you cast out the big lure, and you, you work those areas where the little ones are being caught. And, oh, my God. Mate, these things... I saw one the other day, and I got him. It was a. It was literally a. It was a crocodile. It was. It had a head the size of a of a shovel. Um, I did not measure the thing, but I've got a photo. I've got plenty of photos of it. Um, and the twenty four centimeter uh, lure is the size of its head. Yeah. You know, it, it's and then the rest of the body is tailing behind it. So it would have been late eighties, mid nineties. It was a big fish, but um, you know, and there's plenty of them. We've been getting quite a few. So that's what we've been targeting, and and also the bass. Yesterday is uh, look for the you know, nature is always our friend. Um, is look for the birds and there are a few guys out there yesterday just casting around, getting a few fish. But when you went up to the corn ricks and you cast in around them, you just got to visually think that if you're looking down, you're seeing all the weed on the bottom, you're seeing all the fish. Uh, but when you see the birds, you can imagine that as the birds are swimming around eating, would be disturbing the the, uh, the water and and of course going you know pooping in the in the water, is that there's going to be a school of fish slowly just following the birds as well. So if you cast your lure in towards the birds, don't hit the bird, um, cast it out and uh, retrieve it. And we're running spinner baits. So I was using uh, like an army green colour, uh, and I was also using um, the, the purple colour. I do like purples. And uh, you've got to make sure you've got the twin hook rig when you buy them. If you don't buy them without a twin hook, um, you're going to have to buy a keeper, a separate keeper hook and put one on. It makes a massive difference. You'll feel plenty of bumps as you're winding it in. You cast it out, simple retrieve, rod tip on a 35-degree angle to the water and uh, and just, just do a nice steady retrieve and you'll feel the vibrations through the rod, down through the line, the braid up through the rod to your hand. 
And, uh, you know, the rod I was using, I was using the rate of two to four kilos. It's, it's a favourite of mine. I mentioned yesterday when I go flooded fishing, I'm running a 2,500 Sedona. And the problem with Shimano, they build the reel so damn good. You know, it, it, um, it, that they last you forever. And that's a good thing. It's a good mm. thing for a consumer. Well, they have a 10-year um, warranty on them to start with. Oh, mate, absolutely. That, that, that's right, mate. And, and But the Sedona 2500, I, I, you know, I, yeah, I love the Stratics. I don't own a Stella, um, but I, I, I've got a couple of Stratics. But the Sedona 2500 is just such a such a, a beautiful reel now. And, it's a, and it always was a good reel. Right? It's moved up into that next echelon of Shimano reels, but it's still the same price tag. And it's got the you know, Hagane gearing and the casing and all that stuff on it. It's got all the bearings. It's got everything on it. And it looks the part, but it's super silky smooth. So you can feel the vibrations of that lure coming through the line, through the braid up. And, and when you get that knock, that little knock, that's your bass hitting it, just grabbing the tail. But if you haven't got that keeper hook on, you're going you're gonna to miss probably 60 or 70% of your strikes. Hence the reason why they sell the, the uh, spinnerbaits with the keeper hook on them. Because they realise, hang on, the single hook works, but the double hook ensures a better hook up. So mm-hmm. make sure you do that. And uh, you can get like a half ounce or a three eight for one season. You can go so many different weights. But the only fishing that for the water, well, you don't want to go too heavy and slam it down to the bottom. But at the same time, you don't want your lure coming across the surface. So you, you know, just check your, your depth, check your weights that you're going to run, and uh, and do well. Six pound leader is light. Just make sure you net your fish when you pull them up, or you can go 12 pound. But you know, I like to keep it fairly light and just just let, let your drag off a little bit there when you hook up. Um, keep a little bit heavier drag on the initial strike though. You might just back it off a couple of twitches on your turns on your um or clicks, I should say, on your on your on your drag. Uh, but other than that, guys, it's been um, it's been a really interesting uh, week of fishing. Uh, a good mate of mine ended up going. I was talking about the kingfish before. Uh, out to the 42 and 50s, Gavin on Sea Probe Charters. And, and the boys did well. Uh, Timmy Harris is a good mate of mine. He's, he's got into the Kingies and Jason Buchanan. Boys absolutely obliterated them. They couldn't hold them. They had, Timmy's got the, he, he did a trip out to the, to the reefs and does, he makes these big giant poppers the size of a broom, broomstick. And, uh, he, he's got the big, you know, the Stella 20,000 or something. He's got the, the big sellers. And, mate, he, he, 80 pound braid, and he was, bent to the bow rail, uh, you know, holding onto these kingfish. They got one up off the bottom that was just over 55 pound, mm. or, you know, 20-odd 20, 20 kilo, 25 kilo. But it was... And there were bigger ones there. And they were running the squid treks lures. Squid treks are running amazing lures. Um, and generally, they'll get hit on the way down. And they come in different sizes and weights for the different depths. So they're fishing about 85 metres of water. And uh, the kingfish are quite large. So November is a, a good month. It's like when snapper fishermen know, right... You know, in Queensland, we've got our, our closure around July, August. So if you can work the, the time before and after that, just, you know you're going to catch snapper. And it's the same as kingfish. If you go out in November, you're going to catch kingfish. Typically, November can be a little bit of a transitional time uh, change because you've got the colder waters gone, warmer water hasn't really arrived yet. So you don't get a lot of other fish. You know, it's uh, it can be quiet. It's like May. You know, warm water's gone, but your colder water hasn't arrived. But you still get a few fish. But, you know, November is known as your, your, your kingfish. You might get a few snapper. And your dolphin fish. So the fish that are moving with the currents. And there's a lot of dolphin fish out there at the moment. Um, so those, those guys there, you'll just run, the, you know, you can either cast like small stick baits or poppers at the, uh, at the dolphin fish on the fads. Alternatively, you just go out there with a, uh, you know, a bunch of, Pilchards, go get some tweed bait and just cut them up into you know four or five pieces of a pilly, and just have a big bucket there burling. When you get upstream from the from the uh, fad, just cast out and throw a bunker, you know, a handful of pillies in the water, and obviously they'll come back. So that's an easy thing. Very visual as well. Very visual. With the polarized sunnies, you'll be able to see. I'll run tonic. I think they're, they're a great glass uh, lens and uh, and weighty on your face too, so they don't fall off. Um, but you can actually, you'll see through the water and you'll see the, the blue and yellow greeny coloured stripes go along. Then when you really focus in on them, you, you can actually see them quite easily. And they're amazing. So, you know, they're very acrobatic, aerobatic and, and tasty. So there's a, there's a bunch of those things out there. And they're a fish you want to bleed as well. So when you do get the, uh, the dolphin fish up or the mahi-mahi, dorado, whatever you want to call them, you want to pull them up and, uh, and uh, put them on ice. But neck them before you do, get rid of the blood out the side of the boat and then chuck them straight in. And uh, a bit of your sharks out there as well, so they're a bit of a pain. But um, yeah, I think it's as late as the days it is now. 
for the Sharks about. So yep. that, that's pretty much fishing. Oh, back in shore, a few whitings still around of the council chambers. Uh, Clint Ansel from Gold Coast River Charters has been banging a few around the council chambers still using bloodworms and beachworms and wrigglers. Also, yabby's working well. And weighting the flats is another way you can do it um, to catch those big whiting. And with that, you'd want to use like a probably like a 4190 on your hook. Um, and probably or a small bait keeper size four is enough, maybe a size six. But then you throw a lot of fish, and you'll okay. unfortunately you've got a neck them even if they're small because they're they're undersized. So probably size four. Um, and, and you don't even need a uh, too much of a weight. So you might put a small like a small black crane rolling swivel, you know, maybe a foot or two up. Um, but reality is, I'd just go straight four pound fluorocarbon leader all the way through. Don't need braid if you don't want it. And uh, and put that hook on the end there, and just get out knee deep water. And, and just walk the flats and flick a yabby out. So when you hook a yabby up, um, which is a saltwater yabby, by the way, for the fresh yeah. spots, is you, you go under the tail, come to the third knock on his on his joining parts of his tail, and just pull the hook through there. So you're not in his belly, you're nowhere near his head, and just through his yeah. tail, and flick him out. And okay. he'll walk him out in the white and the will Okay, step outside today? Absolutely, mate. We've got a fantastic show today. If you want to um, check it out as well, it's all happening uh, today. And uh, we've got Ranger Nick on there. Um, he, Ranger Nick, that's a good one today. So you can have a look at what he's doing. Um, he's cooking up a, uh, a Mergi Malu, um, uh, Mergi uh, Alu, which is basically a curry. Okay. Uh, Benny from Benny's Fishing. Benny from Benny's Fishing. Sydney boy. He's up catching pelagics today. Check it out. It's all over the shop. Sydney, 2.30 p.m. Brisbane's 1.30 p.m. Melbourne's 1 p.m. Adelaide and Perth. Okay. See you later, Thanks, buddy. Paul. Talk to you later. Boys, have a good one. Okay. Bye. Now, don't forget, next Saturday, folks, Blake's Marine's the place to be. Yep, um, come up and have a look at the North Banks of Stacer, Yamaha. Yep. Did we have a Stacer deal this week? Yeah, up to $2,000 cash back on the larger boats and 23 models. So just give us a call, 457 Have a talk to the boys on Monday. Okay, and while you're keeping your eye on the sky, don't forget to look up Tenterfield. Tenterfield Firearms? Yep. Yes, that's yeah. right. By all means, please, yeah. Have a look. I've got plenty of uh, second-hand books and things like that online as well, so. Okay. If you like fishing and hunting books, I've got some. Okay, don't forget, <laughs> you have a great day, Saturday, and uh, Pete's Cafe out there at Kelly Bulls looking for a barista, so is Blake's Marine. Safe boating, everyone. Super Network News. U.S. President Joe Biden has asked Americans to spend billions more dollars to help Israel fight Hamas. Biden says he will send an urgent funding request to Congress worth an estimated $100 billion. Independent. Unbiased. The Police Association of New South Wales has joined calls for a parliamentary inquiry into law and order in regional New South Wales. The inquiry will assess minimum staffing levels and additional workloads officers are completing. 2SM. Super Network News. Prices for Opal fares will be decreased on Fridays. It brings the prices in line with weekend rates. New South Wales Transport Minister Joe Halen says it's another step to improve the city's nightlife. Whenever news breaks, we are there. Leading Indigenous groups have strongly condemned a now failed coalition push to establish a royal commission into child sex abuse in First Nations communities alongside the Albanese government. Super Network News is there.